by Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. The progression of what God asks you for. He asks you for the peripheral things. But he's getting closer and closer to your heart. So he start off with small things. But ultimately, he's trying to get to your what? Your heart. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something new. I feel it My sermon today, my sermon is entitled, My Worship is for Real. Now, I don't know if everybody planned that out to make me feel like this, but boy, my God, that thing was. My sermon today is entitled, My Worship is for Real. Last week. Two things I touched on last week. I'm going to touch it and I'm going to go. Genesis 8.22 says this. As long as the earth remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 9 says this. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds. Y'all remember the Kool-Aid. Will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. Don't give reluctantly or out of response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will will generously provide all you need. No, some. Then you will always have everything you need. And plenty left over to share with others. Today, I'm teaching from Genesis chapter 22. This is the story in which Abraham, the father of faith, asked, uh, was asked by God to sacrifice Isaac. It says this, now after these things, I'm going to break down what these things are. God tested the faith and commitment of Abraham and said to him, and he said, he said, Abraham, and he says, here I am. Now, these things, let me show you what these things are. These were the tests he went through. In Genesis chapter 12, the Bible says he told him to leave his native land. Okay, first test. Then also he says, leave your kindred your folk. Then he says, follow me. The first, the next one says, then separate from Lot. What I want you to see here is the progression of what God asks you for. He asks you for the peripheral things, but he's getting closer and closer to your heart. So he start off with small things, but ultimately he's trying to get to your what? Your heart. Separate from Lot. Then look no five. 
He says this, then give up his plans for Ishmael. Ishmael is his first son. Now, he had her with the side chick. They had side chicks in the Bible. Side chicks are not a new phenomenon. Now, the story goes that Sarah couldn't have a baby. So Sarah says, I have a maid. Abraham, you go sleep with my maid so that I can have a child. And after Abraham agreed with her idea, she gets pregnant and then she says, why did you do this to me? Sarah, you told me to go sleep with the chick. I slept with the chick and now you said, why I slept with the chick? Oftentimes, brothers, I'm going to leave that alone. No, 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 your wife is not going to tell you to sleep with no one else, okay? So don't go home and say, Pastor said, I did not say that. Make it clean, Lord. Well, no. So now he has to give up his plans for Ishmael. Then, about, then he had to cast out Hagar and Ishmael. Imagine throwing your son out. And then last he says, I want Isaac, your heart. People often struggle with God because you think God wants your stuff. God doesn't want your stuff. God wants your heart. Matthew 6, 21 says, where, you, where, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. Verse 2 says, God says, God says, take now your son, your only son of promise, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on the mountains, which I shall tell you. Key point. God knows what's important to you. Look at this. God knows who you worship. God knows what you have and what you don't have. God also knows what you love. And God will never ask you for what you don't have. I'm going to say that again. God will never ask you for what you don't have. So when God asks you for something, don't you know he already knows what you got? So when he asked Isaac, I, I want that son because I see you worship him. That's your heart. So I, I want you to offer your heart to me. My goodness. So Abraham got up early the next morning. Everyone say early. There was obedience. Okay, let me help you with this. If you are wrestling, if you are wrestling with giving something to somebody, remember this. The devil is not a giver. I'm going to say that again. If you are wrestling, whether to give it or not give it, remember the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So when you're wrestling with giving, you're really wrestling with the Holy Spirit. Because the devil is not a giver. So we'll come into church, and God says to give 100. You give 50. I'll come back next week. Am I the only ones that ever wrestled with God before? You, you, yes. Now, don't you know that God already know what you have and what you don't have? Verse 3 says, so Abraham got up early next morning, saddled a donkey, and took his young man with him, his son Isaac, and he split the wood for the burnt offering, and he put and got up and went to the place in which God told him. Immediate action. Faith is total obedience without total understanding. Faith is 
total obedience without total understanding. Now, raise your hand if you'd have a problem if God said, go sacrifice your son or your child. Raise your hand if you have a There'd be a misunderstanding to God be the glory. You don't know whether you're in faith until you're asked to do something you don't want to do. I'm going to say it again. You don't really know if you have faith until you're asked to do something you don't want to do, but you do it anyway. Okay, let me say it another way for you, for, for, for us loving people. I don't become your pastor until you disagree with me and say, Pastor, I'm going to honor you by being obedient to it. Because see, as long as we're buddies and everything I say you like and you can't take correction, I was never your pastor. Because if you can't tell somebody the truth and they can't receive it, we buddies. But people don't like to receive truth. Because sometimes the truth Ah, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Obedience will always cost you something. Obedience will often cause short-term discomfort. Obedience will often cause you short-term discomfort. Verse 4. On the third day of travel, Abraham looked up and saw a place in distance. Abraham said to his servants, ooh, this is good. Settle down and stay here with the donkey. The young man, the young man, so Abraham wasn't a baby. The young man, he says, and I will go over there and worship God. And we will come back to you. Listen to this, y'all. What Abraham, what God called sacrifice, Abraham called worship. I'm going to say that again. God said, I want you to make a sacrifice. And what God, what, what, what Abraham received was an opportunity to give worship. So guess what? Worship will be a sacrifice. See, when you change your mentality about it, it's a different flow. When my worship is for real. If I'm worshiping, uh, praise God, there should be a sacrifice. There, there should be something because right now it's, as we're in this. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the Donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code. 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. 
For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Because right now, as, as we're in this, as some of us are in this fast, I am not trying to judge anybody. Stay in your lane. I'm talking about me. We, we, we were at uh, Hyatt Regency last night. My wife and I were teaching last night. I taught last night. I taught Friday morning. I'm teaching tomorrow. I'm, teach- I'm going to go to sleep after this. Um, I went there, man. And the plate came out. This brother had a beautiful steak. And then the, the, the brother next to me, he had salmon. And then they brought out a Caesar salad with all the cheese and the, the, the white and the Caesar sauce. And then they had this, this, this dessert, this chocolate loveness. I don't know what it was, but it was talking to me. And you're sitting there at the table. <laughs> Anything worth having will be a how about this? If it doesn't mean anything to you, it don't mean nothing to God. If it means nothing to you, would it mean anything to... If you say it's a sacrifice, it should be a what? <laughs> look, what look what Abraham's faith. He says, remember, God said you're going to sacrifice your son. Look what Abraham's mouth said. Me and the boy are going to go worship, and we are going to come. But, but didn't God say, we're going to sacrifice the son? But, what, but what, did, what, what did Abraham say? Me and the boy are going to come back because, see, I know a God that provides. I know a God that can change the situation around. I know who God is. Then Abraham took the, the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on the back. By the way, this is a Christ typology. What do you mean? They're going up the hill. Isaac has the same cross on his back that Jesus will carry. And what it was, God had to find a man in the earth who would give up his son so that Jesus would come. He had to find one man that had enough faith to say, look, I'll give my son to you, God. And God says, okay, now I can send Jesus because I had to find one man with enough faith to trust me with his son. Because I'm about to send my son. So I just got to find one who had the faith to say, look, I, I couldn't have it. I'm 100 years old. Sarah, don't work. But yet you gave me a son. So the same son, the same son that you gave me that was impossible. I understand that I've walked with God long enough. See, see, God couldn't say on the first day, give me your son. He had to build him up to the place where he says, look, I trust you with my heart. See, when you say you love somebody, you're saying, I'm giving you my heart. Please don't break it. I'm trusting you with what's precious to me. Please don't hurt me. And Abraham has got to the place where, you know what, Lord, here's my heart. 
I know it's in good hands. We struggle with it because we don't trust that God's plan is going to work out for my good. Woo, glory. Verse 6, then Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on the shoulders of Isaac, his son. And he took the fire pot, his own hand, and the sacrificial knife, and they walked together. Verse 7, and Isaac said to Abraham, his father, my father, he said, here I am, my son, Isaac said, look, we got the charcoal, we got the hickory wood chips, to God be the glory, we got the lighter fluid, hallelujah, but where the ribs at, daddy, where the hamburger meat at, daddy? See, remember, he's a young man. He ain't a dummy. He said, well, wait a second. I see everything for a barbecue. But I don't see the meat. And look what he says. He says, and, and, and Abraham, now, Abraham says to his son, son, the Lord will provide for himself a sacrifice. Now, here's a revelation. Not everyone can receive what you know. Because if Abraham said, hey, son, God told me to barbecue you today. So uh, just go ahead and get yourself together. Uh, you want extra crispy or you want medium well. Uh, but you about to go on the barbecue today. Not everyone can receive faith. Because, see, sometimes you speak faith, but they can't receive it because they don't see it. Because, see, you live on the level you believe. So Abraham had the wisdom not to tell his son that. Every now and then you can't tell everybody everything because not everybody can handle everything. So sometimes God gave you a word for you. And then you try to find a cosigner to validate God's word for you. And they keep looking at you like you're crazy. They should look at you crazy. The word was for So Abraham didn't tell Isaac. He just said, the Lord will provide. Everyone say faith. He kept his mouth in check. Oh, glory to God. Verse 8, verse 8. Abraham said, my son, God will provide a lamb, a burnt offering. So the two walked together. My God. Hallelujah. Verse 9. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood and bound Isaac, his son, and placed him on the altar on top of the wood. The altar was a place of worship. The altar was a place of sacrifice. Charles Spurgeon, the great theologian, said this. God is too kind to be cruel. He's too wise to make a mistake. And when you cannot trace the hand of God, you must trust the heart of God. Oh, I'm going to say that again. God is too kind to be cruel. He's too wise to make a mistake. And when you cannot trace the hand of God, you must trust the heart of God. Because see, there's going to be seasons when things don't make sense. There's going to be seasons in life where things just don't add up. But that's when you must trust the heart of because he's consistent. And as Romans 28 says, it's going to work out for my good. It may not feel good, but it's going to work out for my good. Whew. Thank you, Father. Verse 10. 
Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, he says, here I am. Glory to God. Verse 12, the Lord says, do not reach out with the knife in your hand against the boy. And do nothing to harm him for now, for, for, for now, for, for now, for now, I know. See, you don't know what you're rolling with till the test comes. He says, for, 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 for now, I know. For, for, uh, until somebody jump on you and you see your friends either get in or don't get in, but now, I know. When your money is funny and your change is strange, and you're looking around, we were at the restaurant Moe's yesterday, and the lady didn't have enough money, and I already know who I roll with, Pastor Charmaine. Charmaine said, I take care of it. I said, slow your roll to God be the glory. And, and that lady said, no, 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 no. I have money. I just want him to pay for it. And brother had to go out to the car, because she says, <laughs> she says, because now I <laughs> sometimes you have to allow some things to happen because because after it happens, you say, well, see, sometimes you have to have a midnight call just to see who's going to show up. And then you can say, now, and that's the same thing God was doing. God said, let me ask you for something that you don't want to give up just to see who got your heart. Uh, when I, I did my physical and uh they put this thing on your heart called an EKG. And they put it on your chest and it, you know, and it, and it prints out a, a little sheet. Well, do you believe it or not? God is doing an EKG on your heart. And he just want to see who you're with. Because, see, you don't know who a person is until, until the rubber. That, that's when you find, oh, oh, oh. They've been borrowing money from you, getting rides. All of a sudden, your car breaks down. Hey, can you give me a ride? Oh, I ain't got time for that. Now I, you don't know till you get in a spot. Who is really with you? <laughs> he, he, he says, uh, God says, for now, I know. That you don't fear God, with, you, that you fear God with reverence and profound faith. Since you have not withheld from me your son, your only son, the son of promise. You know, I was in a grocery store last night. Mm-hmm. Went shopping. Mm-hmm. No Kool-Aid this week. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. And uh, <laughs> I saw this on the shelf. Spam. And I said, what the devil? I said, what's in spam? And man, I Googled it. And I said, Chud. because I, in, in the aisle I was going to, corned beef, Lord. I was raised on some corned beef. What? Mama cut some cabbage up. E, 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 e. Put that thing in there. Jesus, I, I was raised on this too, y'all. Some of y'all don't know about this. Ooh, with the red. Ooh, what's that? And you put that thing in pot. 
and that thing pop up, and you take that peel around that thing, and you put in that bread, and you put that mustard and that mayonnaise in. I think it was Jesus. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the Donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something new.